Survive and repeat. I'm Jenny. I'm Danelle. And I'm Kenny. I feel like this is moving really fast. Our, woo, we woo, had woo, a lot woo, of coffee woo, today. Woo. Uh, I just feel like we're really on the ball. Yeah. We're like really, really on top put of our together shit. today. Did you wash your hair today? I did. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Everyone's like, oh my God, you get your hair colored? I'm like, no, I fucking washed it today. <laughs> it's clean. You're it's all welcome. A little embarrassing. So my husband this morning said, he was like, your hair looks really nice. And I said, thanks. I washed it. Mm-hmm. When I was in the shower, and he was like, "Oh," and I'm like, "I'm not going to tell you the last time I washed it because it's embar- it's gross." And I'm like, "But I'm going to tell you, even though I told you I wasn't going to tell you." Saturday, love it. What is today? Wednesday. Wednesday. Congrats. Congrats. It was looking pretty nasty. <laughs> Thank God for dry shampoo. <laughs> so I'm um, feeling fresh and fly. Nice. So, I I wash this puppy every day because it's real short. I would if I had short hair. And uh, if I don't, I wake up with like I don't know what kind of like I look like a rooster I don't know how to describe it like a it's cockatoo just, yeah like hair is just sticking up in places where you don't want it to be sticking uh-huh. up so I mean I shower every day well yeah I just when don't. I had longer hair I did the same thing you'd like yeah. get in the shower but you don't wash your hair I don't have long I mean I have longer hair but it's like thick so yeah. it take just fucking takes forever I hate it mm-hmm. I hear yeah. you I gotta make sure my phone is muted it's not mine's not either mm-hmm. okay here we go all right let's talk about our wine let's talk about it it's delicious it's, it's really good it's called Alma Libre. <laughs> it is a 2019 Pinot Noir, and it's from Chile. 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 Uh, we chose this one because it had a little lighter uh, alcohol by volume content because, again, I have to ride a horse tonight. So mm-hmm. uh, it's 12.4. It is freedom is as wide as the wind. <gasps> wind for its freedom has a voice and a name. Oh my goodness, y'all. That was <laughs> I beautiful. I don't even know what the fuck that means. But anyway, this it's is from, good. This is from Wink. Uh, again, they are not a sponsor, but if you want to sponsor us, feel free. Feel uh, free to write them and ask them to sponsor us. <laughs> yeah, I know, really. <laughs> um, it's just convenient because the box was at work again. So and that's, I feel like it's my turn to bring wine next time. It's fine. I, I now have four bottles here I know. ready for you action. You don't use all your Wink wine. It's not um, fair. Well, I'm not drinking that much wine at home. I'm drinking my um, New York sours, mm-hmm. and I only need a splash of wine in those I feel so I listened to our episode that released yesterday mm-hmm. and I'm such a low talker so what do you mean I feel like I talk too low so I'm gonna really try to talk louder people so okay not higher pitched no just like I feel like I'm so, so, so and it annoyed me so I can imagine <laughs> if it annoyed other people so I'm gonna try to talk maybe closer to the mic or just louder or both of those things okay I mean, I am a loud talker in general. Yeah. And I have a nasally annoying voice. So I'm going to make it. I'm going to keep doing that. Um, I feel like I was going to tell you guys something. I really can't remember what. Kenny, do you have anything you'd like to talk to us about? Me and Kim booked a cruise for later this summer. Oh, oh where are you going? Uh, Bahamas. Yeah, I can't remember are. what the island's called. Bermuda, Nassau? Bahamas. Is that an island name? Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah that's the one. Nassau. Nassau's Nassau's that good. one. Yeah. yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, we have one day on an island, the rest on the ship. I've never been on a cruise. I haven't um, either. I know a lot of people are against them. I went on one as uh, an early 20-something person. I really liked it. I think it's a great way to see a lot of different places. Yeah, I'm and like iffy about it. I'm like, I'll see how I enjoy it once I'm there. The ship. Here's the thing. The ship moving fast in the ocean is lovely because it's hot it's like 80 something or 90 something but there's a constant breeze Mm -hmm. because you're moving 
fast. So it's kind of magical. If you do get off the boat, which you probably will, if you've been on the boat for longer than like 24 hours, you will feel like the world is still swaying. Interesting. Okay. Sea legs? Yeah, you definitely have sea legs. And like then you get back on the boat and it feels normal and you're like, what the fuck? Um, But yeah, it... And the food. Oh, the food. I am excited just to eat constantly. And drink. So is it all-inclusive, like eat and drink? It depends on what you buy. We didn't get the drink package because it's like 60 bucks per day for like unlimited. I'm like, I'll just drink, you know, two or three each day. And Kim's tiny, so I feel like she needs like one drink and she's good. I mean, she can have clearly as many as she wants, but I feel like she's so small that she could... Yeah, I'll just you know, I don't don't think I'd spend $60 a day on drinks. I don't plan on getting hammered, so... Yeah. I think You're I'll be so good mature it. for your age. You I'd are. Been like, I'd be I like, been like, wasted. I'd be like, bring on that drink package. 60 bucks a day. Watch out. When my friends and I went to Mexico <laughs> with, when Todd and I first got married, we went to Mexico with a bunch of people and we were just hammered all day, every day. Like it was bad. Like it, we were like, in our, we were 30. It's You're very fine. irresponsible. It's fine. I actually, so I just last minute booked. Did I already talk about this on the last episode? I, I no, last minute booked I so. a trip with my, my girlfriend, Julie. We're going to Cancun. Fun. You told so. me about that. You didn't okay. talk about it. Okay. I can't remember because I, I work with you two Yahoo. So I can't remember what I said to the people or versus <laughs> or what I said to, to you us. guys at work. Yeah. <laughs> so um, let's see. March 6th through the 10th. I'm going to be in Cancun with my friend Julie. Um, and we did. We like purposely found an all inclusive because we're like all we want to do. Yep. Is lay on the beach and have people bring us tropical drinks. Yes. All day long. I hope the seaweeds find in Cancun because when I was there last spring, yeah. they were having a. They had a really bad storm, so they there were they for had the last like bulldozers no, on they, the beach. For the last few years, it's been really bad. Yeah. And when I was in Cancun, like in high school, which mm-hmm. I had no business going in high school you anyway, not, but okay. They it was beautiful. <laughs> like the water yeah. was be- so. I think here's the thing. I go to Cancun pretty much every year. True. Um, and so I've seen the really bad and I've seen the semi bad and I've seen the perfectly clear. So I'm okay either way. I actually, you know this about me. You're I like pool. the pool. Yeah. Um, so you're, I go, you're a pool. I'm a pool. I love lamp. <laughs> so I like to lay on the beach and listen to the water. Uh-huh. But when it's time to go in, I like to get in the pool. Yeah. Um, so oh, that reminds me I have to find my Kindle. I got to find a book to bring. I'm going to Miami at the end of March mm. for my friend's, He's gay. He's getting married. So I don't know if it'd be a bachelor party or a bachelorette party. Either way. I'm sure. It doesn't matter. So we're going to Miami and I just bought like eight swimsuits. <gasps> I just bought two swimsuits. Oh my God. Fun. So. I just bought two swimsuits from um, Swimsuits for All. I think it's no, that. Oh yeah. That, that I saw that out on Ashley Instagram. Graham. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm very excited. They are very mom-like. Uh, because, so what? Because I don't do revealing bathing suits anymore. I got... A couple two pieces, oh, and I oh, got a oh. one piece with like a cutout in the center. I would just like to say some of us have popped a kid out of ourselves. So. I have not, but <laughs> I'm still. I sh- I feel like I should be smaller because of that. It's fine. I'm still trying to lose ten pounds that we tried to lose when we did that competition. Which About Kenny, I still owe you fifty dollars for. Yeah, we you basically both owe you money. So yeah, I would like to say that I don't. I blame it on having a kid, but it's just because I like to eat shit. Yeah, it's so. But like, as long as you're happy in your skin, that's all that matters. Sometimes I am. Sometimes I'm not. Right. Uh, oh, I know what I was going to tell you guys. So, um, so I'm going on this trip with my friend Julie. Uh, she is a very particular sleeper, mm-hmm. and. I am what I like to call a very terrible snorer. You do snore. I snore 
and it's loud. Danelle's been in the same room with me. It's a little log sawing. It's fine. It's yes. Donald tells me that he's like, you were sawing some real logs last night. It's like, yeah, it's a, it's aggressive. It's, it's aggressive. aggressive. And yeah. I don't know if this is because I, I, so I think I told you guys I had a nose job like back in 2007. I don't know if it's from that. So my nasal it patches are smaller or if it's just like hereditary and I like inherited it from someone. Cause my grandpa used to snore and I feel like my mom is the one who actually snores more than my dad. But anyway, um, so I've been trying to find a solution before this March 6th deadline. <laughs> I, so, okay. So I, last night was my first test and I wore a chin strap. Oh boy. Can I just tell you that a, I'm going to take a picture. This thing is fucking ridiculous. Please do. And did it work? <laughs> no, it made my snoring worse. <laughs> Don, Donald left at like 1230 and went and slept on the couch. <laughs> and he couldn't look at you. So not only could he not hear you, he physically couldn't look at you with this ridiculous chin strap on <laughs> and I, I like woke up from like, my where? sleep and I was like where are you going he's like sleeping on the couch and I was like why and he just slammed the door <laughs> so not working so I texted him like why did you sleep on the couch last night and I go did my chin strap not work ha 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 and he goes no it didn't work <laughs> maybe you should invest in earplugs for her because I feel like that's an easier thing to change versus your snoring yes but I think I do need a snoring solution I think that's why I'm so tired all the time I think. I think you wake yourself up. Or I think I'm not, not getting like right. deep. I'm not getting deep sleep. That was the dumbest thing I've ever said. I love it. Do um, you think you wake yourself? You can. Up? You can. I have can like. You? Okay. Yeah. I wake up like every morning at like two thirty or three oh. a.m. And I think I'm waking myself up. Um, but so now I have tonight's tonight's trial. Get excited, everyone! No straps. Mouth tape. No, Jenny. Yeah. that's not safe. No, it is. I. It's not. I didn't just get duct tape. I, I ordered, it's called Somnifix and it's tape that you put on your mouth. That's like easy to take off in the morning. So you don't rip your skin off. I feel like you should just be you on this trip. And okay. I have to modify your body. We'll see how it goes. Um, I'm just trying to find a solution. So I'll tell you how that goes. I also have on the way from Amazon, everyone's favorite shopping destination. Uh, I have these nose thingies that uh-huh. go in your, in your nostrils. One has magnets that are supposed to help somehow. One is just like giant cones that open your nose, your nose up really big. Um, and then I have my least favorite thing, which is a mouth guard that's supposed to hold, like hold my mouth somewhat open and my lower jaw a little bit forward. Uh-huh. So we're going to try all these. We're going to see if any of them work. The good news is you're not single. Yeah. To, but like, like, I'm, to, like, I'm really surprised that Donald got down with this. Like, well, and now I feel bad for anyone I dated before him because they like didn't tell me. Well, when you and I <laughs> stayed in the room together, I so Callie, my dog snores really loud, so it didn't bother me. And I can and I sleep through anything; like nothing can wake me up. So I didn't mind it at all. Oh, good. Didn't bother me. Oh, good. Yeah. So aggressive, aggressive snoring. Compliments of Jenny. So yeah. uh, I'll keep you guys posted on my snoring journey. I'll let you know how my cup she swimsuits turn out. Do yeah, Hopefully and they're not like. I'll let you know how mine extra turn small out. sizes from China. Yeah, I was I was nervous, um, but I did like their sizing quiz. Oh, they have a little. I want to know how quiz. yours. Because I'm worried. Kenny, cover your ears because I feel like I'm a twelve in the butt ass hip region yeah but not in the chest region <laughs> well no one ever you're never proportionate I know so I'm That's like I problem. hope this fits yeah I'm very I nervous because they're, they're one pieces so yeah. I don't okay yeah. all right well, anyway we'll, we'll you we'll guys will reveal this it'll be really it'll I be, got eight of them um, so I feel like one of them is gonna look good <laughs> I got two in a cover-up and they were having a 60% off sale oh, can you believe that shit yeah. 60 motherfucking percent 
all. So this is Ashley Graham's. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. So they have sizes all the way up, like into plus sizes. Nice. So okay. Because um, Jenny is not a small girl. I need, well, I need I feel a like size twelve. A lot of like I have hips. I'm not like one of those women that I have hips and my butt's kind of big too. Yeah. So I, that's where I'm, I'm gonna fit into a smaller size two. Yeah. Not gonna happen. No. Maybe my chestal region, but not the bottom. <laughs> Nope, 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 nope. Okay, we should probably talk about survival. Yeah. So, so if you guys haven't listened before, we don't just talk about shit the whole time. Uh, we actually talk about survival stories, and mm-hmm. we drink wine, and then we do it the next week. So, Kenny, do you have a thought on who should go first, or do you know what Danelle's even doing? Mine's pretty mild. Let's go Danelle's first. Okay. All right. Okay. So mine is the survival story of Michael Aubrey. Mm-hmm. And he is this sweet baby 12-year-old boy who Aww. is just adorable. And he went missing for four days mm-hmm. from the wilderness in North Carolina. Uh-oh. Which there's, who knew? There's gators down there. There are gators. And there's lots of mountain terrain. Oh. So it was, Yeah. Um, he also, let's see, bub, 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 bub. he was in Boy Scouts. Was this on a Boy Scout trip? It was on a Boy Scout trip. Oh, fuck. And this is from Reader's Digest. <laughs> I love so Reader's you Digest. probably have already read this one. Jenny, I have, no, but, I haven't. I haven't. Um, I don't so know any Boy Scout survivals. He was staying overnight with the troop. And before they left, he actually said to his dad, like, I don't want to go. Mm-hmm. Like, I just don't think it's... Like, some of his friends who are normally in the troop with him were not going on this scouting. Okay. So he didn't want to go. But his dad... He made a bet with his dad that if he had a good time... If he didn't have a good time, his dad was going to give him $5 or go take him to do something fun afterwards. But his dad's oh. like, you're going to have a great time. Just be quiet and go. Goodbye. He's like, so, I, daddy needs some quiet dad, time. Dad needs some time. <laughs> so um, half the troop went for a hike. While the other half, including Michael, stayed behind. And um, when the second troop got back, they realized that Michael was missing. Uh-oh. And the search begins. So they knew he had warm clothes on. Luckily, he had a flannel and a thick coat, warm boots, and some... He had some survival skills because he's in Boy Scouts. So he knew, you know, some 12. basics. 12. Yeah. 12. Um, let's see. So... When I first read this, I was like, okay, North Carolina. It's not like it's the Alps. Right. But... <laughs> There it's the Appalachian. It's the Appal- Appalachian. Appalachians. Yes. Sure. Um, so there are lots of slippery mosses. <laughs> oh my um, God. Sharp rocks. Uh, thunderous falls. I clearly wrote this part. <laughs> and so it was very hard. Like if someone did go missing that it would be hard to hear them yell for help because there were a lot of waterfalls and like loud, all that loud slippery noises, moss. All that lots moist, of sharp all that rocks. Mo- moist cliffs. moss. Like it was a very, it was a, it was a, Mm-hmm. It was a mountain, people. So <laughs> it also gets really cold at night. Oh, And this yeah. is in the spring, mm-hmm. early spring. So freezing temperatures at night and like 50s, 60s during the day. Which is like, in all honesty, that's like my goal weather. I love that shit. But not sleeping outside at night. No, absolutely not. Right. Like I'm talking about when I am at my house. Yeah. And I'm in a warm bed. What do you keep your house temperature at? Uh, 68. Oh. <laughs> so Todd and I fight over... I want it to be at 72. Uh-huh. He wants it to be at 68. So we compromise at 70. Because, um, Kenny, that's what marriage is about, compromising. Donald wants it at 68, and I say, cool. Yeah, no, I want it Probably, at 72. Probably a lot of that is just because I also like um, just wearing more layers. Like, it, I feel comfortable, like, rocking some sweatpants and a big old hoodie. That makes me yeah. happy in my house. Like, even at 72, I'll have wool socks on, sweatpants. Oh, God, no. I'd layers. be sweating. I'd yeah. be sweating. You the dog's even panting, and I'm like, it's great in here. Okay, <laughs> so he da, 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 da. Okay, so a massive search was put together. It's over 7,000 acres. 
Oh, that's too many so acres. Huge. Mm-hmm. And the surf search efforts included sniffing dogs, divers to rake out the the water areas, uh-huh. the pools and lakes. Dredge the lakes. Dredge, thank you. That's the correct term. And then um, you have your searchers on foot, too. Mm-hmm. So on the first day, all they found was an empty bag of potato chips. Was it his, though? It was. Well, they think. Good for I, him. I think it was. I hope it was something delicious. And so he ate and then probably left it behind as a little, uh, I hope it know. was cheddar and sour cream. I pictured, like, an old, like, an original potato lays. Okay. But I'm sure it was more, like, Cheetos or, like, Again, sour cream and sour cream and cheddar. Delicious. What brand is Todd like the Uts or Yuts or U T Z? Oh, Uts. Uts. Yeah. Um, I, sour cream and cheddar ones are really. I good. really just like ruffles. Oh yeah, like straight up mm-hmm. ruffles. You get a lot of like dip with on the dip that with shit. the French onion dip. But you mm. have to get the French onion dip in the dairy aisle. Yeah, like don't the, fuck around with the gross stuff in the chip don't aisle. Don't get the Frito Lay kind. Stop Ooh. it. Anyway, oh, talk dirty to me. Okay. <laughs> So, <laughs> talk onion to me. Talk onion to me. So they found the empty chip bag and a small trail that they followed, but then ended up stopping at the river. So they're like, shit. Um, they also found a sock. Like on day three, they found a sock floating in the river. No, not socks. So they you fear. You need those. At this point, they fear the worst. And they're about to call in. Actually, day four, they found the sock because they were about to call in the cadaver dogs on day five. Oh, no. So, but on day four... Mm-hmm. We enter uh, Misha Marshall. Mm-hmm. It's her name, and her newly trained search dog um, Gandalf. Oh, okay. yes, and he was named after the Lord of the Rings character. As he so should be. So Misha was a corporate tax manager by day and by night for the past year. She's been training with the South Carolina Search and Rescue Dog Association for Gandalf to become a search dog. And so she joined, this was their first search effort together, and she joined this search effort. This was her first mission. Can I ask if Gandalf was like a white or gray dog? He's black. Okay. I think, hold on. Yes, he was black. Okay. He was really cute. Um, Let's see. Uh, Okay. So... Misha found Gandalf at a rescue. He was six months old. So she, she said the minute she saw him, she knew he was special. And now he's two years old, so they trained for a year together. And he was a Shiloh, an old Shiloh shepherd. I'm not really sure what that means, but he's just Sounds a black cute. fluffy dog. He's cute. Um, let's see. She was more, She was worried that she would miss his subtle signs on the search because when you're a new search dog and she was new at reading his like behaviors and how he would react if he did pick up on a scent she was new to this as well so that was one of her fears is that they were going out on the search and rescue and then she would miss like a cue but you got to start somewhere so Mm -hmm. she kind of kept that to herself um she actually grew up around dogs and training them she was she felt very connected to dogs her entire life and it was a dream of hers to have her own dog that was actually trained by an association um in fact when she was 10 this is super cute she had a collie named laddie and laddie ran away and she asked herself if i were a puppy where would i go Mm. and so she went to the end of the block across the main road and there was a goldfish pond and she's like that's where i would go so she went and laddie was there of course with just staring at the goldfish pond like chasing him with his eyes Mm -hmm. so she found her dogs she's always had like a connection with animals and dogs so um she arrives on day four with um her dog and a couple other teammates at 7 a.m and the scene was overrun by media trucks and satellite trucks and it was just kind of chaotic. Yeah. Uh, they were told again that the train was very rough and that most of the time you'd have to go on your hands and knees because it was so muddy and mossy. 
Oh my God. Sounds terrible. This sounds like an aggressive amount of moss. <laughs> I feel like I just keep bringing a moss because in every story I read, they it's brought just, up moss. It's just really slippery. It's everywhere. really just a mossy dune. Okay. Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of moss. Moss is fucking everywhere. Um, okay. So now um, none of the dogs prior to day four had picked up a trail or a scent on the ground. So essentially um Gandalf would have to pick up the boy's scent in the air which is obviously much harder especially after day four and it said Reader's Digest said a challenging task for even the keenest of animals Mm. okay so they did provide Misha and her team with uh an unwashed t-shirt of Michael's from his backpack Mm -hmm. and that way uh, Gandalf could smell it they handled it with gloves so no one else's scent got on it and it was carefully cut up to cut up in little pieces and they could take the you know the little piece of cloth with them Mm -hmm. so her team decided to hike up to the top of their zone and let Gandalf zigzag his way down so they went to their top point zigzagged his way down it was about 70 acres and only represented one percent of the park area so it was a very small I mean again just tells you the scale of this massive mossy park right um (laughs) this massive mossy moistuous park a full sweep would take at least eight hours So they had gone about 5,900 feet, putting them at the top of their assigned area, and it was time to turn back. But the team agreed to go a little higher because they thought maybe the other team that had the higher peak, maybe they would give up, or they just, it would just be better. They were probably going to be slackers. They just, yeah, they just wanted to go 15 more minutes. So they did that. Um, So all of a sudden, Misha noticed Gandalf's head pop up. But she didn't see anything. So she saw one of the cues, but she was like, but there's nothing around, so let's keep going. And um, so the wind was coming towards them, and there was a cliff, and Gandalf was about 30 yards ahead of Misha, and there was a stream also. So Misha was kind of like bordering the stream and sniffing and doing his thing when he lifted his head up again. Gandalf was. Gandalf, yeah. Yeah. So Misha was like, okay, this is the second sign he's giving me. So she catches up with him, and um, he ended up taking her to the front edge of the cliff. I'm sure I'm not describing this very well. And, and they uh, slipped on the moss and, and the fucking moss fell off the cliff. wrapped her on their ankles and pulled them into quicksand. Oh, my God. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> so she turned around the bend, and 50 yards up the ledge, in direct line of sight, was the boy in a red jacket. <gasps> and he was up on a cliff, dazed, hungered, and fatigued. So Aww. he was, like, like huddled in a little, like, niche of a cliff. Like, just scared and shivering. And so the team went up and rescued him. They carried him to the bank. And um, the first thing... PNC or U.S. bank? (gasps) Key bank, preferably. (laughs) So Misha, the first thing she asked him was, are you okay with dogs in case he was afraid of dogs? Which I wouldn't have thought. I would have just been like, we're here. We're rescuing you. Um, So she said the dog and Michael immediately connected. And um, Gandalf, like, nuzzled the boy. So... They contacted the rescuers back at base camp. They gave Michael a few peanut butter crackers. And the rest of the crackers, Michael set down and then Gandalf ate them, like, very quickly. And they were like, no, 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 these are for the boy. But I thought it was kind of funny. Um, so Michael then... <laughs> you know what? who didn't think it was funny? That boy who was fucking who starving. Who was starving to death after four days. <laughs> so the first thing Michael asked is, is the helicopter coming to get me? So during the rescue time, he had seen the helicopters overhead looking for him. So being a 12-year-old boy, he wanted one to rescue him, and, but it was too mossy, and there was too much brush, <laughs> so the helicopter Sorry. couldn't make it to him. <laughs> they didn't want the helicopter to just fucking slip on that no, moss. it would have slipped right out of, like, 
would have slipped right into a crevasse. It would have been a, cr- a crevasse full of a moss. A mossy crevasse. <laughs> um, so they end up having to... Jenny's cracking herself up. I'm sorry. I'm just so hilarious. <laughs> they ended up having to carry him back to base. But, um, but somebody made that noise. Like a helicopter. So he felt better about it. Get it? Oh, yes. Sorry. Now I'm just interrupting you for no good reason. Well... So the the cute thing was is that Gandalf actually um, wanted to follow the boy very closely as they carried him back to base. He was really excited, and they described it as a gloating for a dog, and it was equivalent to an NFL receiver dancing in the end zone. Like Aww. he was like proud of himself that he found the boy or whatever. Good job, Gandalf. Um, so the boy was dehydrated, hungry, exhausted, and freezing. He had first degree frostbite, oh. and he it took a couple weeks to get the feeling back in his tootsers, his little toes. Oh. Um, after a short stay in the hospital, he was discharged in good health. Was he missing a sock? Was that his? I sock? don't know. It didn't say. God damn it. Okay. I feel like it was his sock. Okay, great. Why would he have taken his shoes off? That would have been dumb. So he had remembered during this four-day stint, Michael, from what he learned from Boy Scouts, Mm -hmm. was that it's important to stay warm and hydrated. He used leaves as insulation at night, and he um, sucked on icicles. Um, He now knows the biggest mistake he made was, well, A, leaving camp, Mm -hmm. sir, and not staying in one place and not making enough noise to attract attention. So he plans to never get lost again. Good. Me too. Um, <laughs> I plan to never be hiking in the woods, especially in mossy right. woods. But And he was grateful for everyone who looked after him, he says. But even more so, he's more grateful to Gandalf, the dog. Oh, Gandalf. So that's the story of Michael Alberry and his little Boy Scout. Boy Scout Expedition. adventure. Look how cute he is. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> he's so cute. So cute. Okay. Very adolescent. <laughs> He's at that awkward 12-year-old stage. Oh, As we've me. all experienced. I had blue glasses and braces believe and acne, me. so. We all saw my 10-year-old picture I with the perm. was not cute. If you haven't seen the 10-year-old picture with the perm, I it would suggest you get on Instagram. something. Ooh. Um, don't worry. I watched something. I just also copied stuff from an article. I'm not worried. I know. You, we all say that I do better when I just do oh, it off yeah, my memory. So here we are. Uh, I am doing the survival story of one Lisa McVeigh. Ever heard of her? Timothy McVeigh? No. Lisa. Okay. (laughs) And if it's like Tim's sister or... Good news, it happens in Florida. So you know it's going to be a shit show. It's going to be a shit show because everything weird happens in Florida. We fucking love you, Florida. Thank you for all you you. do. Okay. So um, Lisa McVeigh... Uh, grew up in the Tampa area. Mm-hmm. And don't be looking at my notes. I saw, I saw the, yeah. Okay, this is mostly from, uh, what was it called? Surviving Evil, which is uh, a documentary series I found on YouTube. I had to pay. <gasps> no, you did to not. get the season. So you'll be hearing a lot of these stories because <laughs> I paid fourteen ninety nine to get the first season. <laughs> Damn girl. Okay. Um, but it's, I mean, it's basically... All Everything the shit I love. Need, yeah. Like surviving evil. That, yeah. Yes. That's what I want. Um, take my money. Take my money. And they're all like 42 minutes, which is like perfect. You're going to have the best stories. How I many How many episodes? I, I didn't even look. I was just like 14.99. Done. Great. Um, okay. So the article I'm referencing, though, is uh, by Emily Thompson. So I just want to give a shout now out to her. Now we're referencing articles. Yeah. Article. But she's just like my backup in case I forget something. Um, and I looked up a little bit about the guy who is involved, who's terrible. Okay. 
So it was 1984 in Tampa, Florida. Lisa McVeigh had a very tough childhood. Um, her mom was an alcoholic and a drug addict. And by the time Lisa was 14, her mom was living on the streets. And so Lisa uh, had to go live with her grandmother. Okay. Which was really difficult for her. Um, you know, that'd be hard as a kid to see your mom like living on the streets. Yeah. Like, peace out, going to live with grandma. Yeah. Well, grandma was dating a guy. I don't know his name and I don't care. Uh, because as soon as Lisa moved in, he told her, hey, I want you to have my baby. <gasps> and he started sexually molesting her. Oh, God. Barf Orama. Do you think Grandma knew about it? Grandma watched. <gasps> Shut up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's fucking sick. Okay. And then, that's not even the surviving evil part. But she survived that, and that is evil. And he does get put in jail later, but we'll get okay. to that. Um, so this guy is molesting her, and she... Like, he basically told her at one point, um, she she is now 17, so this has been going on for three years. She, um, he basically tells her, you can't go to school anymore. We need help with bills. You have to drop out of school. You have to get a job. So she does, because what is she going to do? This is who's yeah. housing her, who's yeah. feeding her. And she doesn't know any better. Exactly. She's a kid. So she, um, she had already been working at the Krispy Kreme Donuts mm-hmm. in Tampa. And be so huge. And well, she was like, it was actually a really great escape because donuts and sweets and stuff are very comforting Mm -hmm. and being there with the smell and all the happy people and the cute families that would come in and get like their donuts for their kids. She's like, it was just a really nice feeling to be at that particular store. Like it was a nice escape. Um, but once she quit school, she had to pick up more shifts. And again, she's only 17 years old. Mm. Um, so she, her boss asked her if she could work a double um, on, I, I don't know what day of the week it was, but one night she had to work a double, which means that she worked into like the middle of the night because okay. a double 24 meaning, hours, like, right? Most Krispy well, Kremes? Yeah. Okay. But some of them, are they all? I don't even know. I've never been to one. I just. Listen, if they're not, you still have to bake. Right. The Like there's donuts. usually a donut crew at night. My first yeah. job was at a donut place. So, oh, yeah. look at you. Okay. I bagged them. connection. Uh-huh. So she, um, she usually worked the counter, like the front counter dealing with the customers. Um, but she had to work a little later. So she, I think she was like actually helping make the donuts. Okay. Um, she got off work at 2 a.m. at 17 years old. Ugh. My parents did not let me stay out that late. No. They'd be like, you need to be home at midnight. Usually I think it was 1130 was my curfew. That's late too for, yeah. I mean. I'm pretty sure 1130 was my curfew when I was a senior in high school. Uh, and I was 17. So anyway, she, uh, and she of course didn't have a car because she's growing up and kind of, she's kind of on the wrong side right. of the tracks, kind right. of what they keep. The last thing they're going to give her is a transportation. Right. So she has to ride her bike home. At 2, at 2 a.m. In the morning. Ugh. So she's riding her bike home and um, there's really no one on the road because it's 2 a.m. Uh, every once in a while a car passes in the opposite direction, like whatever, not a big mm-hmm. deal. But then suddenly there are headlights behind her and somebody is honking. <gasps> and she's like, go away fucking go around me what are you doing um so she just keeps ignoring it because she's like your car go around me like Uh i'm pedaling home um to a a terrible home life that she hates anyway um and this is while she was working that late shift and on her way home she had decided that she was going to commit suicide when she got home (gasps) oh she hated her life so much and she wanted to be free and she she didn't know any other way and so she had written her suicide note. She was ready to do it. When she got home, she just wanted to kill oh, herself. So sad. Okay. Um, 
so this car finally like pulls away and then she sees its headlights shining at her from a parking lot Mm -hmm. and she looks over and before she knows it someone is grabbing her off her bike okay so someone has just snatched her off her bike and is now carrying her to this car and they're gonna rescue her and give her a better life (laughs) god i wish poor thing (laughs) poor fucking thing so um she starts screaming like incessantly Mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden she feels the cold barrel of a gun Mm -hmm. on the temple of her head and he says you better fucking stop screaming and you better show me a good time tonight (gasps) he throws her into his car and he says get undressed so she gets undressed he ties her hands her wrists and her ankles and he puts a a blindfold on her At this point, he doesn't do anything to her. She's just, like, naked and tied up. Yeah. Which is, like, okay. Which is still, like, mind-fucking, though. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a mind-fuck for sure. And he starts driving. So she's actually in the back seat, and she's trying to, like, notice things. Mm-hmm. Again, how do people, especially so young, yeah, 17, remember like, the to, like, think me would stuff. not have... No, like, I would have just been crying like an right, idiot in right. the backseat of this car. Like, I'm And an she's idiot. blindfolded, right, you said? She's so blindfolded. She's, trying to, like, she's doing some of this. Yeah. So um, she, the one thing that she notices is, um, God, what's the name of it? I keep thinking Columbo. That's not it. There was a show. God, what the hell was the name of it? A I mean, Dodge. Hold on. I was a big fan of Columbo growing up. It's, it wasn't Columbo. Hold on, <laughs> <laughs> hold, on hold on. Uh, Magnum. It was a, a Magnum P.I. It was oh, a show. Okay. Okay. So she looks up and she sees the word Magnum on the dashboard. Okay. And she's like, I'm going to remember that because I loved, I used to love watching Magnum P.I., which is like for you young people, that was a show that was on in like the 70s. Didn't that have like Burt Reynolds in I it? I think so. Mustache. I feel like there was a good yeah. mustache in there. Yeah. Um, so she's like, okay, Magnum P.I., Magnum P.I. Okay, got it. So um, she's also counting how many lights oh. they hit. She's also counting how many left and right turns so he's making. smart. Okay. Like, what the fuck? You are smart, Lisa. I would have just, like you said, cried. Mm-mm. Yeah, I'm like, whoa, much more composure. Well, than now me. we know. So if this ever, Everyone. God forbid, happens to us. Yeah, count the lights, count the turns. Look at the car. Look at the car. Get an idea of what kind of car you're in. So they pull into um, kind of a wooded area. And she's mm-hmm. like, shit, like this is where I get raped and killed. This is terrible. Nothing ever good. Yeah. And she's like, this is so bizarre because I was just about to go home and kill myself. And now all I want to do is live. Yeah. Oh, my God. You're right. So it was like this awakening switch. moment. She was her. like, holy shit. I don't want to die. I nope. No, I don't. So uh, she thinks he's taking her into the woods to like rape and kill her and mm-hmm. throw her in a ditch. But he like as soon as she gets out of the car, he throws her clothes at her and says, get dressed. Okay, so she gets dressed, and then he starts leading her in the opposite direction of the woods. She's like, what's happening? But she has the blindfold on, so she can only Mm -hmm. really see what's down. Yeah. Um, He walks her over to an apartment complex, and they go up into an apartment, and it's, she can tell it's like new. Mm -hmm. She can tell there's fresh carpet and fresh paint, like it had just been painted, which she, is a little scary because you're like, why did they just paint? Right. Why? Like, gross. What's happening yeah. here? Um, and he tells her to go take a shower. So he takes the restraints off of her and makes her get in the shower. Oh, God, it's a so, serial killer situation. She, yeah. She le- he makes her leave the blindfold on. And then um, she's in there. And then he gets in with her and Ugh. starts washing her. Ugh. 
creepy as fuck. Like, if you're not dating me and we don't intimately don't know each in other. In fact, if you are dating me, don't wash me. Get, I am get a capable that woman. Get that I can wash my own body. Me. Go away. Yuck. Yuck. Um, so he's washing her. And I'm the, sure it was a small shower. Yeah. So there's not I, a lot I'm of room. I'm sure it was just, like, the, that's just so creepy. I just can't even. So she, he takes the blindfold off. He tells her, keep your eyes closed. Then he pulls her out of the shower and then he rapes her and blah, blah, blah. It's terrible. It's painful. She's, she's been, she's been raped before, obviously, but she's, she said it was some of the most painful that she's been through because he was so forceful with her. And he's a stranger. And of course it's scary. Um, so after that happens, he takes her to the bedroom. He, the blindfolds back on, he ties her up. Um, and he turns on the TV and you have to remember her family is a mom who's on drugs on the streets, mm-hmm. a grandma who watches her get raped and a, not, I guess a grandma's boyfriend who is raping her too. So right. does anyone care that she hasn't come home yet? No, no. So this goes on throughout the night in the morning, in the morning is when they turn on the TV and finally some, like the grandma's like, Oh, my granddaughter didn't come home. I'm surprised she even reported. I mean, I know. So it gets reported um, and she's blindfolded, but she can hear the TV Mm -hmm. and that they're talking about a 17 year old from Tampa being missing Mm -hmm. after not coming home from her job at the donut shop. And she just starts crying like hysterically. And he gets real mean real quick because apparently when you're a sociopath or a psychopath, you have no empathy and so when other people show emotion, it's not, you don't feel that you empathy. You just get angry that you're like, because you don't understand, noise. right? Right. Like, you don't, don't understand get, what the like, emotion is. Like, why okay. are you crying? Um, so he, he just gets really mad at her. Um, and he also at that point realizes he took a kid. He's never taken a kid before. Oh, so he, it's almost that like oopsie moment too. Like, a little bit. He's and pissed that he's he got, like, he got duped shit, into taking I'm going to get kid. more press because of this and it's going to get, yeah. So, and you may say, what do you mean, Jenny? He took a kid. Unlike the other times. Oh, that's because he was a serial rapist and killer oh. named Bobby Joe Long. Oh, Bobby. Great. Bobby, Bobby Joe Long uh, had been raping women and killing women uh, throughout the early 80s mm. up until 84. Uh, he moved to Tampa in 83. And um, before that, he had been in a couple different, let's see, he was in Fort Lauderdale, Ocala, Miami, and Dade County, where he had committed at least 50 rapes. Oh, my God. 50. Five, zero. He then met, moved to Tampa in 1983. And at first, he started raping and killing. And it was like three, four weeks in between mm-hmm. the rape and the killing. Then it started to get like, Every week, they'd find a new body in Tampa. Like, every fucking week was a new body. And it's this guy. Well, they all had the same red fibers on them that they determined had come from inside a car. The Magnum. The Magnum. Uh, So they found these red fibers on all these women, and they tied them all together. Because at first, they didn't realize that the rapes and the killings in Tampa were all related. Right. But then... They said, okay, let's start talking to other precincts. Like, good on you, 1984. Uh, they start talking and they're like, we have red fibers. We have red fibers. This is the same person. He's just escalating. So now instead of just raping, he has to kill. Yeah. Okay. So he has now raped and killed 10 women in Tampa. Lisa is his 11th. Oh. 
And his youngest. Yeah. And one of the only ones who isn't a uh, a sex worker. Oh. Or uh, an exotic dancer. Do you think he assumed she was a sex worker? Because she's riding her bike Maybe, home at two in the morning. But I'm just like, do you know a lot of sex workers riding bikes? I don't know. Maybe I'm just stupid. But like, do sex workers have bikes? Well, he probably thought because she didn't have like a reliable transportation or was, you know, who, right. who's out at two in the morning. I mean, right. not a 17-year-old girl, old girl, typically. Yeah. I'm getting tipsy. <laughs> My words are hard. <laughs> well, I just want to tell you a little bit about Bobby Joe Long before we move on. Um, he was born in 1953 mm-hmm. uh, in Canova, West Virginia, and he had suffered multiple head injuries uh-huh. as a child. Back to our episode this week that released. God damn it. Well, last week for you guys. Yep. Uh, he had a very dysfunctional relationship with his mother. Uh, and he slept in his mother's bed until he was a teenager. No. And he also resented her mo- multiple short-term boyfriends. I mean, I get that, but why are you sleeping in bed with your mother when no, you're I a mean, teenager? I mean, no, 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 I resenting the oh yeah, that's boyfriends. fine. But I feel like but he no. resented them for the wrong reasons. Oh. I think he wanted his mom to himself. Oh, so I did not pick up on that. Got I it. don't think that it didn't ever say that there was a sexual relationship, but like, mm, mm. I don't think it's a yeah, that's not appropriate. Um, if not sexual, then emotionally abusive in some way. Right. He did marry his high school girlfriend in 1974, and he had two child two children. Um, but then she filed for divorce in 1980 and that's when he started moving around. Okay. So that's kind of the, the gist of his background, which they didn't go into on this, on the documentary. So I figured I better look some stuff Mm -hmm. up about him and why he's so fucked. Um, so they're sitting on the couch. He's trying to feed her breakfast, like kind of being caring after he just yelled at her for crying. And, um, Lisa decides that she needs to like, get him to like her or at least feel bad feel for something. her or yeah so we asked her name and she says carol because she's like i do not want this motherfucker using my real name so she says hmm. carol uh she then comes up with a story that she is um the only child of a single father who's very sick at home and she is the only one who's taking care of him mm. and that she really needs to get home to take care of him she also then tells him, because he's, she says, why are you doing this? And he said, I just hate women. I just hate all of them, and I want to punish them all. So is that why she did the father angle? Which is I, very smart. I think so. And then she said, I don't know why that you would feel that way. I think you'd make a great boyfriend. In fact, I think that maybe me and you should be boyfriend and girlfriend. So she's like in. Uh, she's in there. And I'm, that's very smart, but would be so hard to do. Oh, I feel like I mean, I'd throw up. But if it's your life on the I line, know. I mean. I know. So um, at one point or another, I feel like he's continuously kind of raping her throughout the day. But at one point she says, I have to go to the bathroom. And he's like, no. And she goes, I'm going to pee on your floor. Like, I have to go to the bathroom. So he takes her to the bathroom and she says, you have to close the door. I can't pee with you watching me. And he said, don't do anything stupid. So he closes the door. And that is the moment that she takes to put her fingerprints on fucking everything. Oh my gosh, she's she so smart. touches the mirror. She touches the sink. She touches underneath the toilet In what seat. Years? This is like the eighties, right? Eighty-four. She's touching her. fucking everything. Um, she she tried to leave some hair in the bathroom. She was just like leaving shit everywhere. Um, and then he finally is like, are you done? And she's like, oh, yep, all done. So he brought her back in the bedroom again to rape her. She takes her hair clip out and throws it under his bed. Mm. 
Okay. So she had a hair clip in. She put it under his bed because she wanted, she's like, if this guy's going to kill me, I want them to know I was here. Yes. I'm like, smart girl. I like you. I like you. Um, The problem is for me and for like the narrator of this like show that I was watching, the only reason that she knows how to be smart like this is because she's been a victim her whole life. I know. That's the sad thing. Because you and I, like, I she can had think a very, like when I was 17, I would never think this no. way. She had a very interesting um, skill set. But she does think this way. She's street smart because she's had to been, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. So it's sad, but at the same time, it's, like, good for you for knowing what the fuck to do. Mm-hmm. So um, after 26 hours, he takes her back into the car, and they start driving, and she's like, shit. Like, this is where he kills me. This is location number two now. Yeah. So we're going to, this is where he kills me and dumps me in a ditch. Great. Um, she's still blindfolded. She's still tied up. They get to somewhere. She doesn't know where he stops the car. They get out. He says, I want you to stand here and wait for five minutes. Do not take off your blindfold for five minutes. Is she clothed? Yes. She has her clothes on. Um, he gets in the car. He drives away. So why? Cause she befriended him. Do you think that's why he let her go? I think part of it. He said in an interview once he was arrested, which we'll get into that in a sec, that he, she was different than the other ones. Oh yeah. Cause so. she was fucking 17. Yeah. Like, ugh. yeah. Gross. Um, so she wasn't even sure that he had really left yeah, though, you know, cause at that point me. you're so like fucked up. Yeah. She's blindfolded. She's standing in the middle of, she doesn't know where counting to five minutes. And she's like, he could be watching me. Mm-hmm. Maybe he's waiting so that he can like shoot me. And as soon as I move. Five minutes. Like, what does that even mean? I don't know. Like, I don't know what that I mean I guess count to 60 count to 60 count to 60 count yeah, to 60 but count then to 60. like if they're tricking you you don't want to like mess up and... I know I know so after she felt like it was okay she took her blindfold off and she was just like in the middle of a parking lot in the middle of she didn't know where so she just started running because she was like I didn't know what to do so I just started running um she eventually uh I don't know if she got to a payphone or what happened but she got uh in touch with the police mm-hmm. uh they come and get her. They bring her in. And of course, she's a kid from the wrong side of the tracks. Yeah. She doesn't seem phased by the last 26 hours so that she's endured. Her. So they don't believe her. Fuck that. I am so sick of reading these stories and hearing these stories where they don't believe them. Yeah. The My Favorite Murder Girls just covered one um, where it was a sex worker and they did not believe mm-hmm. her. And it was like he ended up killing like three more people or something. Yeah. Of it. yeah. Well, good news is... There was someone who came in, a detective, and he had a daughter about the same age. Okay. And he pulled out a picture and he said, I'm going to do everything I can to protect you because I have a daughter who's your age. And Lisa had never had anyone say that to her before. And she started crying. She finally, the facade broke. Mm-hmm. And then they were like, okay, we're getting somewhere. So they took fibers off of her and guess what was on her? Red. Red carpet Fibers. fibers. She told them the car that she was in. Mm-hmm. She told them about the lefts, the rights, and all the, the different lights she counted as they drove to the apartment complex. So the one detective was like, we were like, damn, we're within a two-mile radius. Like, we know where this guy is. Yeah. So they started, like, patrolling that area. Well, they see a Dodge Magnum. They see the guy in it. And here's something that he did, and I forgot to mention, I'm sorry. When they were sitting on the couch and she was like, oh, we could be boyfriend, girlfriend. Um, he said, he, he like took her hands and put them on his face so she could feel his face. Because uh-huh. she had the blindfold on. She, she never blind. really saw okay. him. So she felt his face. It had pock marks. He had a very <gasps> small mustache. 
She could tell how long his hair was. Mm -hmm. She could tell his weight based on like how thick his cheeks and his neck were. So she had given them the description. So they feel like they found him. They follow this guy back to the apartment complex. It's exactly what she had described. Mm -mm. So they have him on surveillance for 72 hours. They're just watching him. Finally, after 72 hours, they think he's the guy. They arrest him outside of a movie theater. They go into his apartment, and they find everything. Good. They find her hair. They found her hair clip. They find her fingerprints. Everything is there because she left it there because she's a smart-ass woman. So smart. I love her. I love her. And she's 17. And she's fucking 17. Good for you, girl. So she goes, uh, you know, over everything with the police officers. They get him. They tell him we can, because at first he seems very like, yeah, okay, you got me on this, fine. And they're mm-hmm. like, no, He's no. He's like, prove it. They're like, no, no, we have you on all of those murders that you did and also those rapes. And he was like, fuck. Because he didn't realize that they had yep. something that tied him to all of those. Mm-hmm. Um, so he got tried. I think he got convicted on eight of the murders. Uh, and then I don't remember how many of the rapes. And he got sentenced to death. Good. Goodbye. Goodbye. Strap him and zap him, bitches. Where, like, when did he die? This is this is hard. He oh. died. No, no, he's dead. Don't okay. worry. Uh, May 2019. What? Mm-hmm. Just so last year. he was year. on death row that long. 34 Why? years ago he was. I don't know, because there's appeals and there's this and there's that. But he, they did, he got, he was killed by lethal injection in May of 2019. So he is dead. Um, but yeah, all the appeals and all this stuff, but her testimony was key in convicting Ugh. him in all of these what cases. an amazing person. And they said that they had been having so much trouble trying to find this murderer in Tampa that had been escalating so rapidly, mm-hmm. um, that this break in the case meant everything to them. And they said they've never met someone who they, like a lot of the police officers said, I never met anyone that I would like say as a hero. I would say that Lisa McVeigh is a hero oh, and tell me as a good as an adult uh she became a police officer yeah i was gonna say did she marry a police officer she, no, or she became one she became one and <gasps> she works in the sex crime unit oh. and she helps uh girls and women who have been through sexual assault mm-hmm. and things like that and battery and she I just got chills and she um she has a child i don't know if she was married and then i don't know if they still are but she does have a child and that child i think is like 19 or 20 now um but she is she does speaking engagements and she just tries to spread the word about you know that it's okay you can move on from this and does she still have contact with her grandmother do you think no so here's here's the fun part about grandma's boyfriend uh after this was all said and done uh the officer who had said have a daughter who's your your Mm -hmm. age and i want to i'm i want to protect you like let's you know i'm here to protect you uh, he had told the grandmother, you know, here's the psychologist that we suggest she goes to after this trauma, blah, blah, blah. And the boyfriend said, no, I don't so want he her to see a psychologist. Yeah. And he said, what, what man in his right mind who had a somewhat step granddaughter who right. had been molested and sexually assaulted yeah. for 26 hours would not, would want, not that. want that. And so he that's when Lisa just like the floodgates opened. She told this officer everything. Uh-huh. Grandpa was arrested, booked, put in jail. Yeah. For being a sick motherfucking pedophile. Goodbye. 
Uh, grandma was never charged. Mm, gross. But Lisa pretty much just didn't deal with her anymore. Okay. So um, I think at that point she was just kind of like that away from my her family. Past life. And this is my yeah. yeah. So she started new. She is now the police officer. She's the speaker. She handles sex crimes, Amazing. and she's just like this strong, beautiful woman. And I'm just so happy that she's on this earth and can make other people's lives mm-hmm. better. So anyway, that is the survival story Love of it. Lisa McVeigh, who survived a serial killer. Worth $14 all day long. Fuck yes. But I cannot watch it now because I'll still, we'll have the same stories. <laughs> $14.99 Damn it, tube. You can watch season two. Oh, okay. You're season one. I'll do season okay, two. Okay, perfect. It'll just turn into a recap show of that season. <laughs> That's Great. all we do from now on. Great. Um, okay, so Kenny. Lighten us up, Kenny. Okay, also in Florida, in the Tampa <laughs> region, <laughs> uh, City of Lakeland closes a portion of its park because of what? Lakeland mm. closed a portion of its park. Because of what? Nudists. Okay, okay. I feel like people just like taking their clothes off, running around. I'm sort of like this part of the park volleyball. has to be closed. Like yeah. Too many naked people. Too many naked people. Makes perfect say... sense. Or bees, one of the two. <laughs> bees! Bees and nudity. I'm going to say alligator shit. Oh. A snake orgy. <gasps> now stop it, Kenny. Now stop it. I mean, those the, snakes like to have a good time too. I mean, I like paragraph. a good snake if you know what I mean. Do, 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 do. Kenny's Kenny's like, like, Shit, Officials with the city of Lakeland have taped off an area of Lake Hollingsworth after residents notice a large number of horny snakes. <laughs> hey, snakes are It's mating season, and they just chose this part of the park, and they're just Going lots of snakes it. having sex in this part of do the park. Do they have sex? Like, how people I don't know. I don't know, because they have little holes underneath, so I don't know if they. I feel like they just like wrap up around each other. Yeah. I don't know if that's true. Like, but. I didn't think they had, like, parts that go in. No, I think they do. You it's guys. Like, if you look on the underside of a snake, there's, like, a little hole. But does the guy Something have Something comes out of the hole, I think. Oh, oh. I'm making that up. Maybe I don't know. Maybe it's their tail. Mm, I don't think so. I don't know, Male you guys. snakes have a longer tail? I, don't know. I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> to be continued on, no on, on snakes. If Male. you happen to know anything about snake anatomy, please and, and write us. mating patterns, that would be great. Because <laughs> here's the thing. I think some... I think some snakes have live babies and some snakes lay eggs. And I'm pretty sure that's... they all laid eggs. No, some have live babies. No, I have a book. I have a book that I read to Declan on a regular basis. (laughs) (laughs) And it's called... One side of the book is snakes and the other side is alligators. I'm pretty sure the snake side is that some snakes have live babies. He's fact-checking you right now. He is. And when we say he, we mean Kenny. (laughs) Um, So some snakes have eggs and some snakes have babies. Yeah, wow. That's crazy. Who knew a children's book would reveal so much knowledge? Oh, look at me knowing Boas, stuff. Boas, rattlesnakes, and garter snakes. Have live babies? Have live babies. Mm. So I feel so like... how do they do it? We don't uh, know. Well, he's going to... Google, Jenny. They develop inside the mother, and they're covered in a thin membrane, and they pop out. But I feel like yeah, somehow the sperm has to get in there. But something's missing oh, from that like equation, how, Penny. How it happens? So on your work computer, look up how snakes <laughs> it's not have sexual computer. intercourse. <laughs> Well, with the eggs, I feel like the egg, the snakes that have eggs, they lay the eggs and then the guy comes and fertilizes, and fertilizes it. it. Yes. But the live babies. That's got to get fertilized. And by in babies, the I mean by the live snake babies. I mean, it says he has a penis. Great. Where's he hiding that thing? Uh, Peekaboo. They form a mating ball in which 
they try to get the female to open her clo clo some, something medical cloaca. Okay. 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 <laughs> so he can insert his penis and mate with her. Oh. So. So. But it does look like they're wrapping up. So I was okay. right on that. Well, they wrap up around. So the each other. so the orgy is just like a bunch of snakes wrapping around each other, trying to get someone to open their cl- blah blah blah, and then yeah. so cloaca. Peni- so cloaca. penis snake penises can come out. Perfect. Great. Who knew? <laughs> And oh god, there's a picture. Oh. oh no, I saw the picture before that popped up. We gotta post this too. Oh oh no, oh, that, that's ew. a snake orgy. What? There's so many, I can't. <laughs> it's like Indiana Jones. I don't Mm-mm, like it. Yeah. Mm. Well, Mm-mm. thanks for listening. <laughs> hey, thanks for listening. If you see any snake orgies, run the other way. Go the other way. <laughs> Bye. Uh, we'll see you next Tuesday. Bye. Bye, guys. Hey guys, it's Jenny from Sip Survive Repeat, and we love our listeners, but we want to get some more ratings and reviews. So if you guys could log on to Apple Podcasts and then give us a rating and a review, we'll send you a sticker. All you need to do is send us a screenshot of your rating and your review to either our email, sipsurviverepeat at gmail.com, or direct message us, or DM us as the kids like to say, on any social media. So all you have to do again is rate and review on Apple Podcasts and take a screenshot of that and send it to us at one of the channels I just mentioned. And we'll send you a Sip, Survive, Repeat sticker. And it's big, you guys. Size of your hand at least. So again, send it to us and we'll see you soon.